You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Monday edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your very gracious and humble host, Derek G. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day. Coming up, I'm going to tell you why Billy Donovan lied to us during his pregame media availability right before the Portland Trailblazers beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're also going to discuss whether or not it's a good idea for the Thunder to move down into the seventh slot to take on a beat-up GSW team who'll be without Steph Curry for the first round of the playoffs. In segment number two, if you haven't heard it yet, you're going to want to hear what Raymond Felton had to say about the Ed Davis, Terrence Ferguson... Evan Turner, Russell Westbrook skirmish that happened last night in the third quarter. Then in segment number three, we're going to hear from Steven Adams today because we need a pick-me-up. And we have audio from Steven Adams on Friday night on why he didn't shoot a three. But I'll give you a little insight into practice and tell you whether or not Steven Adams actually could have made that shot and why it might not have been a bad idea for him to take it. So that's what's coming up on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Um, if you don't know who I am, and maybe this is your first time listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast, my name is Eric G. And for four years, I did radio here in Oklahoma City, hosting a lot of Thunder post games, doing the occasional pregame. I am a credentialed member of the media, which allows me access to the locker room and shoot around and practice. And if you go on LockedOnThunder.com, You can see interviews from players and coaches that we get because we do our best to put out as much content as possible. And I'm an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. That's what we have coming up. So very excited to get to it. I do want to say that if you are a business owner and your target demographic is men between the ages of 18 and 44, we do get them in bunches here on Locked on Thunder and really all across the Locked on Podcast Network, which is daily podcast. For every team in the NBA, for every team in the NFL, we even have Locked On NBA, Locked On NFL, Locked On Fantasy that can help you out with obviously sitting your fantasy lineups, etc. And it's all very entertaining. It's all done by insiders and we do it in bite-sized increments because we understand that you have a busy day and we give you the opportunity to listen whenever you want and we don't bother you during the game so with all that, I ask you to email David Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. He is the owner and proprietor of the Locked On Podcast Network, and he can help you get on the Locked On Network and become a sponsor and find out why it's so great and why our businesses or businesses that advertise with us do end up seeing returns because our listeners We'll go out and support you because you support the network and our rates are very reasonable. So that's D-Lock, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. All right, into segment number one. Thunder going one and one this weekend, beating the Miami Heat on Friday, then losing yesterday to the Portland Trailblazers. 108-105, your final score with Portland winning the game and just being more clutch down the stretch than Oklahoma City was. Carmelo Anthony missing some very big shots, although I will defend him and say that he still needs to be in during clutch time. And you saw what he did in Boston, hit those two big shots. All right, I get it, the free throws. And we've talked about that ad nauseum here on Locked on Thunder. So so let's move on. And let me tell you why Billy Donovan 
lied to us during the pregame media availability because Barry Trammell asked Billy Donovan, do you need this game for your psyche? Do you need this to know that you can beat the Portland Trailblazers when it comes to the playoffs? Billy Donovan said that he didn't look at it that way. That he he didn't see that winning this game necessarily meant that the Thunder would not be able to beat Portland in the in the playoffs or give them any more confidence simply because playoffs are a different animal. And you've got four games to look at. That that's a complete falsehood. First of all, this game was big for Oklahoma City, and you could just tell it in their demeanor after the locker room. This was a down locker room, and try as Paul George and Carmelo Anthony and Raymond Felton Mike to stay positive, Stephen Adams even, they knew. They knew they blew a golden opportunity to get their hands on that third seed And now it's got to be in the back of their mind that if they run into Portland during a seven-game series, can they even get one against this team since it didn't happen during the regular season? Even had Portland gone three and one against Oklahoma City and, and the Thunder just gotten one, it would have been a huge boost of confidence. The Blazers knew that as well. And as we were sitting outside the locker room waiting for Terry Stott's to come speak to the media, which you can see that on LockedOnThunder.com, Terry Stotts was the last person to go in to the Portland Trailblazers locker room after the game. As soon as he gets in the locker room, you could have counted three seconds, one, two, three, and somebody, don't know who because I wasn't in there, screamed, F yeah. And then you heard banging on the lockers, banging on the wall, lots of cheering. This was huge for that team. And it was equally as big for Oklahoma City, if not bigger. Paul George, his shooting woes continue. The last two games, not good at all. Or actually, the last... Yeah, I'm going to say the the last two games for Paul George weren't very good. Tough game against the Heat on Friday night. Then a tough game against Portland yesterday. Going 4 of 15 yesterday. 3 of 16 on Friday. I didn't think the game at Boston was all that bad. 9 of 19, 24 points. But George hasn't found his stroke. And like a lot of players who were not named Steven Adams, Russell Westbrook, or Raymond Felton, he's just inconsistent right now. Still, it doesn't seem to be getting George down. Uh, Just, man, just been a a brutal stretch. Uh, You know, just been a brutal stretch. Getting great looks, same shots I've been getting before. All-star break. Um, You know, it'll turn. It'll turn. No worries. You know, statistically, I've always had a bad, you know, stretch in my career, uh, you know, shooting the ball. Uh, but I've always came out, uh, you know, on the better end. Uh, you know, I just got to stick with it. You take positives from this game. Noah didn't shoot it well. You didn't shoot it well. But the bench played well. And you're in a game against Portland talking about bad bounces when, I mean, you guys didn't shoot it very well. You take positives from that factor. Um. Yeah. You know, we 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 we'll take. The light of it, we're still playing good basketball. Whether we we made shots or miss, we, we I thought did a great job um, defending them. It's a tough team to guard with how well they move it and uh, you know their guard play. But um, you know, again, uh, we make a couple shots. This game is a, a different story. Right before last night's game, the news broke that Steph Curry is going to be out for the first round of the playoffs. Although Curry is doing his best to put on a brave face saying that he hopes to prove Steve Kerr wrong. 
you just kind of get the sense in listening to everyone who either covers that team or plays for that team knows that at, at best, Steph is coming back for the conference semifinals. And people have even thrown out the suggestion that Oklahoma City should drop into the seventh spot and play Golden State in the first round because Golden State's beat up and now you can take advantage of them. Last week, I probably would have been all for that because Oklahoma City has definitely had success against a healthy Golden State team this year. All that being said, watching the Thunder play against Portland last night, knowing how good Houston is, and they seem to be playing at a much different level, especially defensively, than what we've ever seen a Mike D'Antoni team or even seen the Rockets play of late, I'm not convinced now that Oklahoma City could beat any one of these top three teams in the Western Conference in a seven-game series. And just last week, even just last week, this time last week, I was telling you that I thought the Thunder were the most equipped to go out and make some noise in the playoffs because it's a different animal and the Trailblazers haven't been there. They're not going to understand what it takes to win in the postseason. The Thunder are a veteran team. The inconsistency of Carmelo Anthony and Paul George, and not to mention the the bench who had to pick the Thunder up last night, you can only do so much relying on Raymond Felton and Jeremy Grant. Everybody else still needs to, to, to prove something that they can actually get the job done in clutch time. And I just don't feel it. I just It feels too inconsistent right now for Oklahoma City to make that run. If they stay in the fourth spot or they're able to move up to the three, that is the best place for them. I think you can win that first round matchup, but in the semifinals going against Portland, Golden State, or Houston right now, that's a tough road. And and this Thunder team, I think they know it. This year has been so rough on Carmelo Anthony and Paul George in particular because they were seen as saviors. And they just haven't really lived up to billing that it's weighing on them. And I'm not sure that they can handle the pressure of what Thunder fans are expecting or what the Thunder organization is expecting up to this moment. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. Thank you again for joining me today. We are a part, you're a part of the Locked on Network here, which is your team daily. And coming up in the next segment, segment two, if you haven't heard what Raymond Felton had to say about the Terrence Ferguson melee last night, You're going to want to stick around and catch it next. If you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44 to come into your business, then make sure you contact our boss, David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. David Locke is the owner of the Locked On Network, which are daily podcasts every day for every team around the NBA, every team around the NFL, and we've even got other specialty podcasts as well. And 98% of the people that listen to this podcast happen to be men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. They've done the number. They know the demographics. And they know we can help your business. And we'd love to have you. So whether you're in Oklahoma City or whether you're in Hong Kong or Canada or Australia, where else? China, various parts of Europe, Mexico. Like we've got listeners all over the world. So essentially your business is is global. It's not going to be just limited to the people here in Oklahoma City. 
So make sure you contact David Locke. That's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com and become a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Segment number two now of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Thunder lose to the Trailblazers last night, but in the loss, something positive did come out of it. And that was the Thunder played with playoff intensity really all game long. Well, okay, maybe not the first few minutes when you fall back by 18 points. It's hard to say that you played with intensity for 48 minutes, but the Thunder did overcome that 18-point deficit. And there was a lot of good that came out of the shoving match with the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Ed Davis, Evan Turner, Russell Westbrook, Terrence Ferguson shoving match, which you can go back and see just by going to YouTube or Googling it. The the whole fight is out there, and I need to go back and see it because I didn't get to hear what Brian Davis or Michael Cage had to say about it, and I would have. I would imagine they were great during that. Usually, usually broadcasters for one side or the other are, are just Beyond fantastic when those things break out. But when a fight like that happens, it can bond a team together and get them ready for an even bigger task. Now, for the Thunder, it really didn't affect the game too much last night. But this may be a seminal moment for this team where they all finally get on the same page and we see them play like that for the next few weeks and hopefully into the playoffs. More on that. Here is Raymond Felton. Fergus like our little brother. He's 19 years old, so I'm not going to see nobody push him like that. You know, you know Evan, uh, Evan realized that after the fact, you know what I'm saying, that he's a young fella. And uh, we weren't going for that. I wasn't going for that. You know, you know T. Fergus like a little brother. I got a nephew his age. So um, see somebody push him like that, I didn't, I didn't like that at all. But, you know, we, we all in this together, man. We, you know, we, we like brothers. So, you know, see one of our guys in a, in a dog fight, you know, I'm definitely one of the guys who's going to get into it, but I wasn't on the court. But, um... I mean, stuff like that can change the game and for the best. It can change the game for the worst. But in that situation, it didn't change the game at all. You know, something happened. You know, referees handed out the technicals and called a foul, and the game went on. At the time we put this podcast together, no fines had been dished out to either the Blazers or the Oklahoma City Thunder. What surprised in both of the postgame press conferences for, for Terry Stotts and Billy Donovan, neither one were asked about this. And I would have definitely thought that they had opinions. The players had opinions, and the Thunder were very proud of Terrence Ferguson for standing up for himself, and as they put it, not get punked. They also look at Terrence Ferguson, as you heard Raymond Felton say, as a little brother, and they're going to do their best to protect a guy who's 19 years old and doesn't exactly know. And i got to give a lot of credit to Evan Turner, who after the game last night said that he would pay Terrence Ferguson's fine. So even though there's some bad blood there between the Portland Trailblazers and the Oklahoma City Thunder, Evan Turner's showing a little class. And I hope that both the Thunder and the Trailblazers can continue to stay relevant for the next few years because this has the makings of a pretty good rivalry where the crowd will be into it from both, from both cities. The Blazers crowd will hate Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City will hate Portland and... Maybe you will see some intense physical games that the NBA needs. You can't just have the Warriors and the Cavs as the only rivalry. You need many rivalries throughout the week 
to get people to watch those games that maybe that they wouldn't normally watch, either on the package or NBA TV or ESPN. Because if there's a little bit of drama behind it and you can kind of glom on and develop a rooting interest, you're going to jump right in. With that, I will tell you this. I also believe that this Thunder organization is very much nearing a crossroads. Because Carmelo Anthony and Paul George, as we talked about in the first segment, not living up to billing. And I don't think Sam Presti could sit here and say right now that this year has been a success for the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's still, it's a TBD. And the reason it's a TBD is because you've got the playoffs. And ultimately, that's what we judge every single season on is how well you do in the playoffs. A couple of years ago when the Thunder finished third in the Western Conference, eh, not what most of us thought. But you get one win away from the finals and all of a sudden it changes your perspective on what the year is. Thunder still need to make some noise in the playoffs for any of us to feel really good about this year. And if Paul George and Carmelo Anthony don't feel like they can help this team, it wouldn't shock me a bit to see either one of those guys go to different places at the end of the year. And on tomorrow's podcast, we're going to talk a lot more about Carmelo in depth and why he may choose to go someplace else. And we'll even get more in depth about Paul George as well and discuss what you as as the fan want. A lot of fans saying yesterday when Paul George was at the free throw line that they want Paul George and they want to see him stay as a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder. But are you feeling that way now, especially after these last two games? Do you feel like Paul George would still be worth the money Because I know most of you don't feel like Carmelo Anthony is worth the money right now. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up in segment number three, we'll end on a high note. What Steven Adams had to say about shooting or not shooting his wide open three against the Miami Heat. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Network, your team daily. Business owners, if you are looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44 to come into your business, there's no better place to advertise than with the Locked On Network. Whether it's the NBA or the NFL, we certainly have you covered, and we would love to have you as a part of our family. So all you have to do is email David Locke, D-Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. He'll get you hooked up. And you can join up for some very reasonable rates. And hey, if you want to, I'm sure David will get you in touch with other businesses to tell you what kind of return that they see from the Lockdown Network. We've got a very loyal listenership, a very loyal fan base. 98% of those are men. And 80% of those, 98%, are between the ages of 18 and 44. So we will definitely make it worth your time and money. It's the Lockdown Network, your team daily. Since yesterday's game was such a bummer, I wanted to do my best to end on a high note. And the only way to do that, it seems like, is just pull some audio from Steven Adams. And this is from Friday night. If you didn't see it in the second quarter, Adams was at the top of the key. Alex Sabrinas threw him a pass. And and Adams had that look on his face where, like, if my wife asked me where something go or is there something she said and I completely missed it and I'm getting quizzed up? Yeah, guys, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Big eyes, what do I do? What do I do? Where do I go with the ball? 
Steven Adams didn't shoot the three. We all wanted to see him shoot the three. Here's what he had to say afterwards about not going for it. I did afterwards. After I passed the ball. <laughs> after I passed the ball, I did. It's quite funny. I would, I would never. No. no thought of it? Huh? No thought of doing it? No, not at all. There's, there's no chance. It's a waste of a position. There's no way. And I'll get destroyed. Oh, mate. He would. But you see, I don't think it would have been all that bad of an idea for Adams to shoot that shot. One, because when I go see him in practice, everybody on that team, everybody, every single soul works on shooting the three ball. Every single soul seems to be able to make it, make make the three, shoot from beyond the arc. Not only that, Billy Donovan, his first year here, and I think even um, his second season in Oklahoma City, always talked about how the Thunder valued those centers who could go out from beyond the arc and shoot and how the Thunder want positionless basketball. They want guys to be able to play a multitude of positions. Well, the only way for Adams to expand that is to be able to connect from long range, connect from distance. I want to see him shoot it. I know he can make it in practice. I get that the games are different, but I'm certain that it would have, um, had he made it, no matter what Russell Westbrook would have said to him. And and, uh, by the way, in that piece, he was talking about Russell Westbrook giving him the business. Russ has no no grounds to criticize anybody on shooting three. Russ doesn't make them with consistency until, of course, it's clutch time. So, Stephen, I say go for it. Next time you have the opportunity, just knock down that three. That wraps up this edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G saying thank you so much for joining me today. Tomorrow, we go a little bit more in depth about the future of not only Carmelo Anthony, which is very much in question right now, and I know it's been a topic before, but also Paul George. What are these two guys thinking, and how likely is it they stick around, and what that means for the organization? Since we have a couple of days off, let's talk about it here on the Locked On Thunder Network. Until then, have a fantastic day. Thank you again for making me part of your day, and... Thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.